0: Hello, and thanks for joining me on another episode of Everything Remade. I'm Edie Quinn, and we got a really exciting show for you today. But before we get started, I wanna tell you about the awesome things I've been posting on Patreon. Since I started seven months ago, there are over 200 pages of comics that you can read as soon as you sign up. There's also a link where you can download a 126-page collection of my short story comics as well. And music, of course there's music. I routinely post first listens and sneak peeks at projects I've been working on, as well as playthrough videos, artwork, and other things no one's ever seen before. $3 will get you started there, and it's a great way to show some support. You can find me there at patreon.com slash human machine. If Patreon's not your thing, you can pick up any of the comics and zines I've been doing at etsy.com slash shop slash m-e-g-a-z-i-n-e that's etsy.com slash shop slash sparks magazine and of course you can always find us at middlemanrecords.bandcamp.com and middlemanrecords.storenv.com. now on to the show You're hearing For My Friends by No Thanks To You, featuring my pal Vinny Angelini on guitar and vocals. The song comes off their debut EP, Numbing, which you can find on Bandcamp now.
1: like kind of like gone like with like the flow like just kind of like you know if if i was into something that's what i was into and i would just ride with it Mm -hmm. and like i got into music like at a very young age like kind of like in middle school was when i first started learning how to play guitar so like once i got hooked on that like that's like pretty much like all i really wanted to do was just like be in bands and and play music
0: yeah well what other kind of stuff were uh were you into before that? Like, w- were you into sports at all, or like art, or? Um, I, I like
1: sports, but um, but I'm I'm like I was su- at the time, like when I was growing up, I was super into like art. Like, I like drawing was like my passion. Like, I used to like um, I used to do a lot of art before I got really big into music.
0: Mm-hmm. And was I that like
1: once,
0: uh, like drawn on like, you know, drawn in like kids' notebooks, kind of like like little cartoon characters, kind of stuff, or were you like?
1: It was, like, more, like, abstract, like, visual stuff. Like, I would just, like, draw just, like, lines and, like, turn it into stuff, like, and add color and just go crazy with it. Um, I was in the art magnet at my high school, and um, I, like, I don't know. I just, like, after, like, I got into guitar, like, I I got, I just, like, fell out of, like, drawing. I just, I don't know. I yeah. guess I put my, I guess I put my inspiration of art into into a, a musical form.
0: yeah yeah I think that's the case with a lot of people like when once you start like getting into music you know if it if you find that it's really your thing it it can kind of take over it just becomes the whole thing you know yeah For a lot of people like I was that way with with skateboarding like I was really into skateboarding and then I started playing guitar, and it was like you know i like I would try to still skateboard, but I just didn't have the time for it. And then I ended up getting like hurt and it was like, Oh, I don't want to do something that where I get hurt and then I can't do music. Like that would be the worst, you know? So. Oh, um, I
1: totally get it. I've busted my butt on a skateboard a bunch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of like, I don't know, you know, but almost like for some people you have to just like make that, choice consciously and some people it just the choice makes itself but uh yeah um so you did start playing like guitar in middle school then was that the first thing that you played or did you play anything else like in like music class and you know in school like in grade school or whatever
1: so in in middle school i was like in like the in like the chorus like like um thing like like like, like where the group of kids like we, we, we would all like sing songs like, sure to like recitals and stuff um but singing was like never like really like my thing but i guess that's like kind of like where where i like started to like really like want to do music because like that's when i wanted to get a guitar and learn how to play guitar and stuff but it's also like it sounds like kind of like cringy slash weird to say this but like also guitar hero got me super into playing guitar
0: yeah i mean you're not the first person that said that on here so i mean it's it, it tracks like you know and some people have said that like they felt like that eased their transition into p- playing an actual guitar as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just like playing like the toy and just like learn, like I used to be able to play on expert. So like playing on expert and like playing the toy, like I sat down one day and I was like, I'm literally shredding these songs on expert. Why, why am I not playing a real guitar?
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
1: I guess that was like my first like real grasp and like wanting to play guitar. So, um, the drummer of the band, um, I've been friends with him for a really long time and um. am I actually met him the the very first day of high school, and he was also in the art magnet with me and that's and we both like got super super big into bands like playing bands together
0: okay what when you're talking about art magnet, what's that mean exactly
1: so the the school that the high school that we went to it it had like an art program for like okay. for like art kids
0: okay yeah, and so it was just like a program like was there were uh what all did that entail were they like um competitions or were there like duties were there like after school meetings like what
1: yeah there, there was there was a lot of after school stuff but um it, it was like broken down in a section like there there was like a dance thing there was like a, um there was like a shop there was like a theater there was like a um and then there was like the art and there was also like multimedia like it, it was like a, a bunch of like different um arts so it was Patapsco High School and Center for the Arts is where is where I went and it was like it was it was like a public school but it also had like the art magnet in it too. So like you would have like, you know, kids go in there that you know, live in the area and then you also had like kids coming from out of the area that you know wanted to join the art program.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And so you were like you're already playing guitar. Like what was your first guitar that you got?
1: Oh, I got to think. Um i think like the first guitar i ever had was like like some some squire like strat or whatever but like the first like guitar that like i actually like started learning stuff on was this jay terser les paul replica guitar
0: okay yeah was there like is that like the first one that you like picked for yourself or was that just like yeah i
1: remember like specifically I, i went to a um i went to a um a yard sale. I, I saw it at a yard sale and um and I I was like, That guitar looks cool and and I got it.
0: <laughs> was there a reason that you gravitated towards like that body shape? Was there like a guitar player that that you idolized or something that played like Les Pauls or?
1: Well growing up, um my my family like was like super into like classic rock and stuff so like you know like listening to like bands like led zeppelin and stuff like i always wanted to like be able to like mimic that kind of like guitar tone when i was like first learning how to play guitar like i wanted to like you know learn how to play like classic rock and like you know heavy metal and stuff that was like what i what i wanted to do so i figured the les paul guitar was the one for me at the time yeah but that's... i'm i'm back on the strat on on the strat game now
0: yeah. The Les Paul is definitely, like, the uh, 80s music video, like, like rock band, um, you know, not necessarily, like, the glam rock bands or whatever, but, like, all of, or I guess, it you know, maybe even getting towards 90s, but, like, you know, Guns N' Roses and, and Soundgarden, yeah, sure. you know, stuff like that. Um, you said, like, that you were influenced by classic rock, like, at an early age. So that's like what your parents listened to around the house and stuff.
1: Yeah. Just cause I was influenced at like a younger age, like, like it's what brought me on. But like, to be honest with you, like, like I kind of just don't really like that kind of music anymore, but like, that's definitely like the stuff that like made me want to, you know, first start. If that yeah. I mean,
0: it's, it's, it's loud guitars, you know? So you have yeah. that through connection. Like you're like, you know, that, that's the first thing you hear. Like, uh,
1: like, okay. So like a band for me that like really, really, really got me into like, like, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of the band anymore, but Metallica was like a huge band for me. Like at, at that time, like I, I really wanted to learn how to play enter Sandman. And mm-hmm. I remember when I first learned how to play that, like, I thought, like I was like, cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was it. It's like, it, it's, it's all like, it's all, um, uphill from here. Like you learn enter Sandman. And then like, next thing, you know, you know, you're, uh, playing in front of 50,000 people. Um, uh, no, but like, it's, yeah, that's a, that's like a really another like big, you know, um, for people, I think a little bit older, um, the, one of the big touchstones is Nirvana, but then like.
1: Oh, for uh, sure. Nirvana was huge for me too.
0: Yeah. But then in the next one is kind of like that era, like inter-Sandman. A lot of people have said like, yeah, when I heard this and, um, it's, a. It's interesting for me, personally, because that's sort of when I fell out with Metallica. Like, I listened to them when I was a kid, like, which is further back than that. And so everything that I liked was, like, the really thrashy, you know... um, Oh, for sure. ...stuff that came before that. And then Inter-Sandman Slayer?
1: Fucking Slayer. I love Slayer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, um, it was was like... uh, you know, I've said it before, but it was like the first time when you hear like somebody playing something like that fast and whatever, and then you're just like, you like you're chasing that. You're like, like, well, can I hear something that goes faster? Can I hear something that's like yeah. heavier, you know, or whatever? Um, but going from like Inter Sandman, like, when did you start uh, like finding music on your own, and and what did that look like? How did you
1: that that was probably around the time when I started so so like so middle school era, like seventh, eighth grade, that was like when I was like super into like Metallica and like Led Zeppelin and like like trying to like you know, carve my way into learning how to play guitar and then like once like I hit like ninth grade slash tenth grade was when I met um the drummer of, of this band. But at the time, um he, he he's he's always been a drummer, but he was transitioning from playing drums to playing guitar. He wanted to be a frontman, and Nirvana was like a really big uh, band for him. I'm about to name name drop. He's Antonio Messercoli. He's the drummer for the band. Okay. Um, so um, so yeah, he he like really like got me like super into like Nirvana and like that kind of stuff, and like we started like we just like meshed really well, like just like write music. Like we just wanted to like be really grungy and like heavy. We just wanted that sound.
0: Mm-hmm. And so you started playing in bands, like, kind of right around that time, just, like, trying to start start your own things with, uh, with Anthony?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, um, it, it, we didn't really, like, start playing shows until, like, um, until, like, I guess closer to, like, senior year. But, like, like 10th, 10th grade, I think, was around the time when, when we started the band and we, like, actually got together and, like, started, like, playing music, like, in a garage or in a basement,
0: Okay, and this—that's not this band, right? This is no, no, no. This is like several iterations later or something. By that point,
1: yeah, we've had many ups and downs, like throughout our um, musical careers. We've been
0: through
1: a few different bands together, but um, but the yeah, yeah.
0: So the first band, like, but you eventually, like, you were like writing your own songs and um, and sort of playing playing around and and stuff like that. Yeah, all
1: original, all original stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, what did you um, like? Were there? How, how did you, as a person, like, you're just like, okay, this is the kind of stuff that I want to go for. Like, did you have a thought process for, like, writing songs or did that just sort of, like, come to you? Like, was it, like, partially, like, the mimicry of, like, when you play something you like and then you just sort of, like, put your own spin, spin on it? Or was there more or less to that?
1: Um, I think like at first, like it was like I was really like like simplicity was was like was like key for me, like mm-hmm. writing the, the simplest thing, but but make it sound cool. Mm-hmm. Like, like just take like like two notes, and just like turn it into something. Do like a verse and a and a chorus, kind kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I st- I still kind of do that kind of stuff like now, like with music, but like just I've always like just wanted to make things simple. Like when when I write music, like I. I don't know. I just, um, I I don't like to make things complicated. I don't like to do like crazy, like super like in your face guitar solos. Like, uh, like I just, I I like to write music that like, you know, like really like, you know, just like, is more emotional, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. And as far as your first band, did you, um, did you have any recording experience with that band or would that not be until like later bands?
1: (sighs) yeah, so that first band, um, we started out in like high school. we went through like a bunch of like different band members and stuff. and then um we finally like had this lineup where um, we were like starting to like play like some shows. and then um we actually recorded an EP and then um well, we, we, at first we recorded an album at a, at um at the community college. Oh, okay, up the street from us. Um, our friend was like um going to um, going to school for audio engineering at the time. And, um they they were like, "Yo, like I got free access to the studio. Like I know you all got songs, like, come, let's record them." So like that's like what first got like me dipping my feet into like the whole recording thing,
0: mm-hmm. And was that like track by track, or was that live, like everybody in a room? Well,
1: if I remember correctly, we did that track by track,
0: okay and was that like kind of daunting for your first recording experience like okay you're used to playing the songs like all as a group but now we're not gonna do that
1: honestly not really it was fine cause like yeah cause like me like just like messing around like I've always had like 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 cheap little dolls on on my phone like so like throughout high school like i would just like mess around with like a a sampled beat and just play over top of it like you know like make like demos like that oh sure so like playing along to like something without like playing with the band live was like something that i was like starting to get kind of used to just on my own
0: okay but you said that that came before an EP, that, that experience, like re- you recorded an album before the EP. It was uh-huh. like the way you said that made me think that you were going to say that this album did not get released? Or was that just because you, you forgot that the album came first?
1: Uh, I was just trying. The EP was like more, um, more like where we were trying to go. Okay. Um, the album was like more like our high school like punk band. Like okay. like that's what the album was. Okay. Um, I just, I was I'm just trying to remember. Um, like because that was a long time ago.
0: Sure, sure. I just like I I didn't know if it was like there was a, more of a story there where you're like oh the album like yeah we went to record this album and then it was just like a disaster because I mean I've had I've had that experience where it's like oh no
1: it it actually <laughs> went really 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 well we we okay. we have it out on Bandcamp like everything from that band is one is one Bandcamp.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, um, I mean it's. It's um it's not that it's not that um uh I think anybody is going to get anything out of like um somebody like I don't want people to like relish in other people's like um missteps or whatever but sometimes like the story there can help other people like you know what I mean like in my case it was just like I, I don't know exactly what the deal was, you know, but we recorded an album and like, there was just barely like four songs that were like salvageable from it because like, it just, I don't know. I don't know what was going on that day. Just like the, the drums didn't have the spunk and, you know, just like nothing clicked, you know? And, uh, and, um, you know, sometimes like, especially when, uh, people were, it's like their first time doing, uh, something and, you know, you, Hopefully, every time you do something, you can look back and, and and take a lesson away, you know, and be like, well, this is how I would rather have done that. Now that oh, I'm, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. There uh, was definitely learning yeah. steps um, throughout throughout all of it. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, for sure.
0: Now, when you were saying you were playing shows, uh, what kind of shows were you playing, like, you know, when you're still in high school, this is your first band, and like you said, you had, you know...
1: Well, the, fir- the first ever show that we played was literally in, in my, like... um in tony's um grand- grandmother's house
0: Oh, okay so like it's like a house though. so like living room basement
1: it was it was like in the kitchen living room area yeah
0: yeah yeah just like get the get the couch out of the way and everybody just come in and got like yeah. a little pa up on the yeah,
1: yeah i remember we had like we had like a decent little crowd we, we there was like a bunch of kids just like sitting on, on the kitchen floor and we were just like jamming
0: that's awesome that's awesome
1: yeah
0: um were you the only band that played or did you book like a whole show
1: we were actually the only band that played. We were just trying to throw like a house party, just like screw it, invite a bunch of friends. We're gonna play our play our songs and see how it goes.
0: Right. And yeah. and Tony's Tony's grandparents were just like chill.
1: Yeah, his, his grandma was super supportive. Like That's throughout awesome. the very beginning beginning process, she she loved our music.
0: That's awesome. Was it a, a the Was it a I don't understand. Um, about all the screaming, but I, but I think y'all are great. Like kind of situation.
1: Well, our our first band was a little was a little less screaming. We, we were like more like a high school like um like pop punk band. I oh, guess, okay. Band. Like like there were singing. We definitely like threw some threw some yelps in there, but like it was um it was it was more singing than, than, than screaming okay. when we first started.
0: know as we go like down sort of the the like the line and um and y'all you and tony are like playing in bands together um Uh did you start having like uh some experience with like out of town shows and stuff in in some of these like later bands
1: um i didn't really have any out of town experience until i'm trying to remember um what band was it I'm trying to think, did we play any out of shows out of state band i think the first band that i ever played an out of state gig in was when i was in this band called bus down but i wasn't in that band with tony i played bass in that band
0: oh okay and um like y'all are from maryland or yeah baltimore maryland yeah yeah i thought so but um but I, I, was like, also like questioning myself because, like, I know that June mastered it, but I was like, wait, am I just, yeah. get, am I getting the Baltimore I'm going to be honest. Because- I,
1: I think I've met you before, because, um, oh. I think I, um, I think I remember um seeing or or playing, even playing with Coma Regalia before. In, in, in Baltimore, I think I think it was like I can't remember, but I can like name drop like venues that, that you probably would remember. Like, like, do you do you remember like Scramden at all?
0: uh was that like a just like a, a basement
1: yeah 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 it was like it was like a house like a like a row home house in the city
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and uh w was that the see i think if this is the thing i'm place i'm thinking of that's when we played with like irakura and capacities or was it what of us I don't know
1: yeah it was it was it was a long time ago i really I really can't remember. I can't remember if it, if it was a show that I just like saw you at or if we played together. I, I really can't remember,
0: yeah, so we played there uh we we played there and we played at uh, at the uh, the bar um, that served bar no we it was um it was a auto bar maybe no it was a, a, a it was a like a restaurant. I think, yeah, I'm trying to think too, like we had like really good tacos there, like that, that was like uh, I,
1: uh holy for holies,
0: yes, that was it, holy for holies okay, cool, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: we played that,
0: yeah, and the other show, the reason why I'm sort of like blanking on the details, like it was a while ago as well, like obviously, but um, is because like we just had this really wild like we we had like a really wild like bit of routing for that tour because we were because everybody was going down to swamp fest in richmond virginia and so Uh and not not just us but uh the couple of bands that came from denver like youth and irakura um they had an even like just a really wild like bit of routing they drove like 14 hours or something to make that show and it was it was it was pretty wild it was like pretty cool but it was like the you know just like everybody sort of showing up and like not necessarily like stress but just like everyone's tired and then just like super loud for like a couple hours and then it was like whoa that was awesome you know (laughs) Uh, like so there's so many shows like that where it's just like you just like so tired, and you bust your butt to get there, and you don't know, like, how is everything going to go? And then when it's over, you're just like, oh my gosh, that's that's the best. Like, but oh, yeah, for sure, for you barely sure. have time to like process it, you know? That's what I'm,
1: yeah, it's like at, all like, in the moment,
0: yeah, yeah, huh? Well, yeah, I, I mean, um, bust down was like, uh, I'm trying to remember, like, I mean, I think I can't remember if we had played with that band, but I do know, I know that band.
1: I can't remember either. Yeah. I can't remember. I want to say. There was a point in time when I wasn't in the band that there there was different members and then and then when I joined the band it was like towards the end of Bust Down.
0: Yeah. I want to say maybe that was who we played with at Holy for Holies. But like, also that was another.
1: May, you know, maybe. That's a big maybe. Yeah. It could have happened.
0: That was found, another one sounds, of those things like where it could've. was like, you know, it was just like, I don't, like I remember like just kind of like getting there like in the nick of time or whatever and and getting all of like our records set up and
1: I mean that, that's how touring is yeah. <laughs> and like, like it, it's, it's bouncing from show to show rocking and, and you know meeting people and and then moving on yeah
0: and then the biggest thing at the Holy for Holy shows though show though was because we had to S- where we were in like the building, which and how you, how we had to get in or whatever. And then at one point, like my, my guitar, like I broke like an important string or something. It was like early oh. enough into the set. And I did not bring my other guitar in. So I had I feel like I had to go out the front door and then all the way around the back of the venue and then come all the way back around. And so that sounds I was right. I was just like a- absent from the and I was just like, <laughs> "Oh shit, we're really blowing it, you know?" Like that <laughs> kind of situation, but uh, yeah,
1: I mean, shit happens for yeah, real though.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was fine. All, you know, when all said done, it's like, you know, it's a show, stuff happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... definitely
1: know that feeling though. Playing playing a gig and then and then you break like the low E string, like oh great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we're you know we're 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 a good seventy five percent octave chords. Like you can't you really can't do without that A. You know, like yeah, that is like the one. It's uh, but um, yeah, it's I don't know. I've I've always had a I've always had a good time out there, and um, I miss uh. I miss like the couple of times when I've um been able to stop at the um what is it called? Like Atomic Comics or something like that. That's a really cool shop out there in Baltimore. I can't uh, I can't remember if that's exactly it or if it's just something something along those lines, but
1: it's a comic place?
0: Yeah, there is a, like there's, a comic book store? Yeah, there's a comic book store out there. I think it's called Atomic Comics, but i you know, I might be remembering. I don't, I don't know, know off
1: the top of my head. Yeah, I, really, I can't think of it.
0: But you know, um, shout out to the Baltimore comic store. Hopefully, it's still it exists. And and uh, and if anybody's going through there on tour, they should definitely look that up. Because uh, for sure,
1: We'll yeah, have to figure out the name, the name of it.
0: I I want to say it was Atomic, it but out. yeah, I'm not not 100. Um, but yeah, like, um. You did, you know, you did start like going out of town. Like, what was your experience like as far as like going out of town for shows versus like what were you used to? Like, did it, did, was that like invigorating? Was it like stressful?
1: Um, it was honestly really really fun like it was like i'm I miss doing that. I kind of want to go back to doing that i I only went on like one like really really cool tour like that's like i I haven't liked done a bunch of touring like when I was in bustown that was the only band that I've ever been in that I did like a tour with, and like it was like exhilarating it was like it was like I want to do that like that's what I want to do
0: yeah, where all do you get to go?
1: um I think it was a three day tour I think we hit um New Jersey we actually played with um with with Kissies at the time Oh, yeah if you, if you yeah. know them awesome I, I, I think I think I was looking on the podcast I think you had Luke Hendricks on um
0: mm-hmm. one
1: here yeah 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 super cool people love them mm-hmm. love them yeah um and then um we uh, hit I want to say Connecticut no, or boston we we, we had Boston and we played at the democracy Center I want to say it was called and then um after that, we hit Rhode Island, and that was like a, a Trans uh, Day of Visibility festival that we played. That was fucking awesome. That was rad. Super, super rad.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: But th- I, think that, I think those were the only three shows that we played on the tour. tour. We drove all the way up to Rhode Island, and then um, we came back to Baltimore.
0: What's that drive like?
1: it was it was long yeah <laughs> it was long yeah. we actually, so um i have a i have a um ford transit connect van so it's like the smaller transit like okay. the more compact transit it's like the two front seats but like the open back and um we were able to load all of our gear and like it was funny like like me and june like we were like right next to each other like in, in the back like like smushed up and then you got like um mike and and sybil uh, up in the up in the front and I, we had like the nintendo switch um two-way velcroed um to the um to the to like the um dashboard to where like it looked like a tv screen and we would were, we were play um, super smash bros the, the, like the whole trip up. It, was, it was it was awesome
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome yeah it, it it's always like i'm always like curious about like i've been to a lot of spots on the east coast but um I'm always curious, like, what uh, a weekend of, of tour, like, or gigs or whatever, like, looks like um, from, like, Baltimore or whatever. Because, like, you, like, wow, what a, like, great location to be based out of, like, just proximity. Like, you could be
1: in... Yeah, a lot of major cities. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Within the, within the nearby.
0: Yeah, you can be... within like, a six-hour distance. Exactly, exactly. Um but yeah, um so was Bust Down kind of like the last like major thing that you were in before starting this band, or was it still just like kind of like um different projects evolving into uh, No Thanks to You?
1: Yeah, but Bust Down was like the, the most active band that I that I think I like kinda kinda was in so like when when covid happened you know Mm -hmm. like like and like places were like shutting down and like you know like couldn't work and like all that like i was on like a big music hiatus and um so like i just like you know it got got like really depressing for for a little for a little while like you know working (laughs) in any active bands and like you know wasn't really writing music and you know just like went like i think two or three years just like without like you know doing anything music related and then um my bu- my buddy uh, Tony he um he has another um, band called Bow Racer which is like a like a like a pop punk emo dancey kind of thing. Okay. And um, I saw them play live at a at like a small venue and like we we got to like talking and shooting the shit again and he asked me to play um lead guitar in that band and then um we got to talk and then we started we started this band up.
0: Okay, and like you you know we kind of got like. We kind of moved past the, you know, point um, where, like, I would usually say, like, well, how did you, like, discover, like, you know, Screamo bands or whatever? Um, because you're, like, you know, at this point in the conversation, like, you, you were in Bust Down. So you're playing with, like, Kissies and, you know, and all these bands. Um, yeah. Did you listen Bustdown, to...
1: I want to say Bust Down was the band that, like, really, like, started getting me into like into, like, Screamo.
0: Yeah. Like, I was before, gonna say I was was, was it, like, more
1: into like like pop punk like kind of stuff.
0: It was it was like direct exposure, like Bust Down would we'll go and you'd play a show with uh the Heads or Zeros or I can't remember like what yeah, Baltimore, for sure, for Baltimore sure, yeah. bands um, were around at that time, but yeah.
1: So so at at that point in time, like we we were like friends with like the bus down like before i had joined bus down so so like we, we all like hung out like, like we, we were all like friends so, like our bands like we're, were mutual friends and, like we got to like learning about all these new bands just from being friends with
0: them mm-hmm.
1: and then yeah
0: and so like you you know you joined um the other band and then you you're like okay like i want to start doing so um
1: well, I've always wanted to do a, a, a screamo band where, where where it's me as, like, the front man. I've never, like, really been, like, a front man, like, in, in a band, like, for, like ever. Like, I've always just, like, played guitar or bass. Okay. I've never, like, really, like, done vocals, like, in a band. And, like, all my friends, um, like, you know, hype me up and, and, and tell me I'm pretty good at, 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 you know, screaming and stuff. And I, I just never really had the confidence to, like, really want to, like, do it, like, on my own. So, like, I finally, like, you know, mustered up the conf- confidence to do it. So I'm doing it
0: so it was just like that was the point of like origin of the project was like okay i'm finally gonna do a band where i'll do the guitar and the vocals yeah and you'd already been playing with um anthony for a long time so like how did like mason come into the picture
1: uh mason is actually in um in this band called sunny mondays and um they um they're they're really sick. They're like more like a math rock kind of band. Okay. And um, and I've seen them like play like a few times, like at like house sh- at house parties and like stuff like that. And um, and Tony got like really close with with, the, with those guys, and and that's how that's how um he started Bow Ra- Bow Racer. Is literally Tony and 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 the, and Sunny Mondays like, like that whole band like like they they came together and started this like emo pop punk dance band. So it's just like we we all just like have like a bunch of like different bands together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that's how a lot of that goes, right? Like in in some of these like circles, it's like once you find somebody that you like click with, then you just kind of, you know, well, what other kind of stuff can we do? Like we're already doing this kind of thing. Like, what other kind of stuff can we do? You know, like yeah. Um, so you. Like, take me through, like, since since this was your first time, like, trying to do something like this, um, were you shooting for, like, a very specific thing? Like, were you referencing, like, certain bands in particular that you're like, this is the kind of thing I, w- I want to go for? Or were you just trying to see what was coming out?
1: Um, like, a, a mixture of, like, yes and no. But, like, like yeah, there's bands that are, like, like there's emo bands that have, like, heavily inspired me to like wanna like do this stuff but like at the end of the day like uh, the songs like that I that I write I feel like I like you know I put my own emphasis on on them like mm. I try not to like I'm trying not to like sound like somebody but I'm definitely influencing like a lot of like things that I've heard that I that that you know I like Yeah, so. sure.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know how you could just like I mean, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel at this point. You know, we're just like trying to, um, like you said, like put our own,
1: uh, like um, like band, like bands right. that were like so, like during like um during during like that that point in time, like 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 when COVID was hitting, and 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 like I was just like spending a lot of time like like just like you know not doing anything, but uh, like even though I was spending a lot of time like not doing anything, like I was spending a lot of time like listening to like a, a lot of sad bands. So like I got like really into like bands like, you know, like Touche Amore and like La Dispute like William Bonnie and, you know, like stuff like that, like super like sad, like, like, you know, emo stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. But, and then like, w- as far as um, the band goes, like, did you start the band like as with the intentions of being like just a a recording project or, or were you like, you like, uh, let's, you know, do a band and like, um have shows and and tour and stuff like that or
1: um well well like i said before like I, like ever since i did that tour with bus down like that's like been something that like i've always like really like just like wanted to do mm-hmm. like with my life so like yeah like well the whole like recording thing is like i wanted to get into like recording myself but like like i um like like we, we like we have a lot of friends that, that, that do it like like um like a lot of our like albums that like we put out in EPA and stuff have been done by um our, our buddy um Sebastian um, Phillips uh, he he plays um music and noise um uh, yeah. and um like he, he he like super 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 inspired me to like really want to like learn how to like like record because just like seeing like the whole process and like you know just like drinking and being in the basement like with them and like watching them like do it like you know for us like. You know, got me really, really, really wanting to do it myself. So, so I like, you know, started looking into like all like the stuff that I needed to like, you know, buy to like make it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and June, June, June's also been a big help too.
0: so that was another like big motivator you were like uh okay uh, i'm going to write these songs and i'm going to do the vocals and i'm going to record it myself so where did you where did you get started like gear wise for that
1: um well i've always been like kind of like a, a a gearhead when Just, it comes to like music like 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 once i started like you know finding like my tone like it was when i was when i started like getting like really into like gear mm-hmm. and like um And like, yeah, so like, um, yeah, like I've always liked Fender and I've always liked the sound of Fender. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, um, so I got this like Fender Strat that I play out of now. And, um, I also play out of a Fender combo amp.
0: Okay. Um, but, but as far as like recording, what did you, Uh what was your goal there? Like, uh, what did you feel like you needed to get set up so you could record yourself?
1: like what like what did i need to like buy to like make it happen yeah yeah oh um well i did, at first i didn't have anything so so i had to get like an audio interface i had to get like monitors i had a laptop so that that was i had that but um i okay. had to buy like all the microphones all the mic stands you know
0: okay so what kind of inter- interface did you end up getting
1: um i got the scarlett 18920 i think it's the second generation
0: okay is that like two channels logo four channels eight channels
1: oh it's, it's, it's a lot i think it's
0: eight oh okay yeah so you yeah. went like okay we're doing like f- a full drum kit um that's, oh yeah for that's sure. what i need
1: to sure. I, yeah i knew yeah. what i needed to do yeah. yeah
0: yeah and as far as like um microphones go w- w- did d- was there a kit that you bought or did you like okay i i need so
1: at the time um my 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 uh, buddy Mike at the time was like super like big into audio engineering and like I had absolutely no clue like what I needed to get
0: mm-hmm. and um,
1: I remember I remember they went um, shopping with me and and all the mics that I have um, they they helped me um, they helped me pick out
0: okay got, like, so these, it was um, kind of like one by one huh
1: yeah like I got these AKG um con- condensers I think they are for the um, overheads sure yeah and and then um. I don't really have like expensive microphones for like the for like the snare and like the um and like the floor toms and stuff. I just use like regular like um they're they're not SM57s but they're like mimic SM57s like ones like a PV mic and then the other one's like a um Proline mic.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: And then um I got this CAD mic for the um for the kick drum.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's um I don't know. I got I got really lucky. I think because like I, I just uh, I was in right place, right time where sure was selling like basically a whole kit, you know, <laughs> and it came yeah. in a it came in a carrying case, you know, and everything. And uh, so it was like, put these mics on your drums, and you're and you're good. But um, yeah, now it's now it's you know you might get a kit that'll sell three of them or something and, it, and yeah. it's the same price as whatever I got like 5 or whatever but um yeah but uh
1: yeah I definitely like, want to upgrade my, my my mic situation at um at, at, at some point but but I feel like I feel like it definitely does um what it what I needed to do
0: yeah I mean, I mean y'all's recording sounds great so like um, I appreciate it thank you yeah where did you go from like <clears throat> you know you mentioned like being inspired by the folks that you were observing, but um, how did you uh, how did you approach like your own uh, like foray into learning how to do this yourself? Like, were you were you able to like go and sit in at sessions and and be a like a more of a an observer, um, or were you like on YouTube or just asking questions? Like, how did you learn? once you had the stuff that you needed and were going from there.
1: Definitely a lot of YouTube, like for sure. Definitely a lot of YouTube mm-hmm. definitely can say that. Um, but a lot of it, like, cause, um, like I, like I said before, like, um, like when I was like, you know, like growing up and like learning like about like recording and stuff, like I was like, you know, like super into like playing around, like with like dolls on my phone and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, you know, like I, I had like just like very minimal like like figuring out like how to like do like separate tracks and like stuff like that and um I've also had like friends like that like have done like hip hop stuff and just like you know like seeing how they record vocals and like do dubs and stuff just like watching just like being in in the same room and watching like somebody do something has has been very helpful for my um recording like learning how to record
0: yeah yeah for sure it um it, are there like specific youtube channels that you can remember like it it, or is it just like when you have a problem then you just like look out
1: yeah it's it's not really anything specific that i can think of off the top of my head it's just like if i if i if i'm stumped i'll just i'll just type type in what i'm stumped on, on on youtube and i'll click on the top video
0: sure sure is there a lesson that you learned like from when you started that you wish oh, shit, I wish I wouldn't have made this mistake so many times. Like, is there anything like that that comes to mind?
1: Probably mic placements.
0: Yeah? What specific, Yeah, Especially what
1: for, especially tracking the drum. Tra- tracking the drums was something that took me a really long time to, like, figure out and, like, you know, get, get down. Because, like, at first, like, I kind of just, like, threw them up there and was like, all right, well, on the drums, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix it up. So, like, tracking the drums was where I started, like, learning a lot about, like, you know, like, you got to have the mics, like, you know in the right spot.
0: Were you having like phasing or it was just like not sounding right?
1: That I also had, like, I didn't know like what kind of kick drum that I had. So I had it literally pointed in the wrong direction. Like it was pointed straight down at the floor rather than at the, um, at the head,
0: like stuff like that. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. 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 There's always, I mean, there's always something right. And th- that's the other yeah. thing too, is like you, you can, you can, you know that's a problem with like, sometimes with like looking to YouTube or whatever for for an answer because like there really is like, you know um, there and there panning are... too.
1: Pan, panning was something that I never like really like thought much about until recording drums. Oh, definitely yeah. got definitely got to do a lot of panning. De- yeah. Definitely,
0: yeah, yeah for it sure, helped, helped a lot. Yeah, it's wild how like, um, it's wild how you how like. Uh, I don't know. Before you start um, messing around with that, like you're, you're. It's almost like your instincts will tell you that cutting something to one speaker only, or cutting this to whatever. Like you hear the volume go down, and you think, "Oh, that's bad," you know, mm-hmm. or so. Like it's almost like this weird. But as like as anyone who's ever like taken like two guitar tracks that are laying on top of each other and then just like literally split them into separate speakers could tell you like it, it instantly sounds like twice as big, like Mm -hmm. just instantly. So like, yeah, for sure. Like there's, you know, um, there's all those little things, but yeah, it's, it's, um it's wild. Like I've heard so many different, like I've, heard so many different things about like you know you mentioned kick drum like there's been like oh like you know put put the mic like inside the kick like as close to the in the batter head as you can put it on a pillow and then i've heard like put it outside the kick aimed inside Mm -hmm. Um, then i've heard like make a box outside the kick and and center the whole of the kick and put the uh i like i've just heard so many wild ideas it's almost just like you know, why did, like, why did I come here? Like I should have just figured this out myself, but like, you know, not saying that like going to a YouTube video, like can't help or whatever, but it's, it's wild. Like how many uh, ways you can go about it. And, and ultimately it's just like you have said before a couple of times, like finding your tone, you know, it's Mm -hmm. sort of similar with recording to an extent where it's just like, you find out like what's working for you in your situation.
1: It's and, really honestly just like a lot of, a lot of trial and error. Like you're, you're not going to learn if you don't, if you don't mess up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, was that like, was the EP the first um, like, was that the first recording project that you've done? Like uh, of, of like, you know, significance or whatever? Like, were there... it's, it's my
1: it's my first like thing that like I'm 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 proud of that like I recorded that like I um that, like I, I I'm glad that my name is on and that and that like you know mm-hmm. I I I feel like I feel like I did a really a really good job with with um the recording for those songs yeah and, for sure um, I have definitely I've put out like other stuff that like I recorded but they were they were just like demos and stuff mm-hmm. um I've I've definitely like put out like numerous like like stuff like just like you know just like trying to hear it
0: mm-hmm.
1: but this was like the first thing that like uh, like you know. I
0: was like, okay, cool. Yeah, was this um, is this recording? Is this the first like, or did you have to go through some like, oh well, this is we we tried to record it like two different ways, and then it finally clicked, or was it just like by then you had the experience?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so um, when, when me and um Tony first started the band, um. We had like wrote all the songs like it, me and him were like the first initial two members like it was just me on guitar and him on drums and like mm-hmm. we, we like wrote all the songs and um before we had like um you know like Mason join the band and stuff um for um we we um we like uh we did like demos like just me and him and I, I played bass on the demos and like um and that was like the first time that like I really like you know mic'd up a drum like kit with like, you know, everything and like, just like, you know, plugged and played around with everything. And like, we listened to those demos for like quite some time. And I've sent the demos to a couple of friends that record music and they gave me like a bunch of tips and stuff. And that's when, that's when I learned. And, you know, I I re, I reset up my mic situation and that's when I, um, got, got everything together for the, the actual recording process.
0: Awesome. So it was like, sort of like, okay, now we're ready. And then there's the EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. What, um, how did you do that? So that was like you're, you're working with eight tracks. So obviously, like you lay down the drums and then you lay down the other stuff separately.
1: Yeah. We had, um, we had five mics on the drum kit, um, kick, floor tom, snare, two overheads. Oh, okay. And, um, actually, I recorded, um, so we recorded the drums live. Um, I, I recorded like, like I was playing the guitar, like through the, through the amp. We jammed the songs live, but I didn't have the amp mic'd up. So, like, if I were to like mute like all the tracks, you'd you'd hear like a really like quiet guitar in the background.
0: So there was like, there it's there. So there, so there was an aspect of like, okay, I can't screw up too bad, or else, like, this is gonna, you know, screw the drum take up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I. I, We
1: definitely tried to get we we tried to get all the all the drum takes in, in in one shot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did, I did the first album that I recorded, I did the same way. Like we, we, you know, uh, we sort of faced the amp away from the drums, but hopefully you could still, you know, hear it. And, um, mm-hmm. and no, yeah, same, same
1: thing we did. We, 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 we turned the amp away, away from the drum. So less would catch in, in, in the mics. It yeah. definitely still catches, but definitely a lot less than when it's faced towards the drum kit.
0: Yeah and um and then you just like just went in and uh and overdub everything else um mm-hmm. like by this point you know like you you done that all um sort of like in demo versions of stuff so um you knew exactly what you were shooting for um did any of the songs change at all like between your demos and the uh finished versions
1: um only thing that that really changed was was the bass parts because we didn't have a bass player at the time. I was just you know like I was just mimicking the guitar the guitar parts oh, over, sure. over over top of with with bass. Like I was like doing doing I mean, the bare, bare minimum. So yeah yeah so so the, the bass was like probably like the the thing that changed the most on on the recordings from the demos.
0: Awesome, and like um, you know like the EP just came out and everything. So like I I hate to like sometimes it's like i feel like i'm always like well you just released this thing but now tell me what you know we can expect next but like you had mentioned that this was sort of um these songs were sort of a while in the making so like uh mm-hmm. s- since since then like what's the next um uh, you know what what are your plans for like writing new music and like you said like you'd love to tour uh are you like trying to put anything like that together at this point?
1: Yeah. So, um, definitely still writing songs. Definitely still got, I I got like new, new stuff. Definitely, definitely coming, coming soon. I'm trying to um, get a split going with another local band. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know who I'm going to do it with. I just, I definitely want to do a split. Um, definitely got new songs. Um, we definitely have a hot gig coming up too. Um, on May 4th. Um, we're playing, um, it's, so I, I think we're going to open and then it's going to be, um, Distend, um, Mast Year, they're from Baltimore too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Heavenly Blue and, um, Blind Girls. Oh, Heavenly see. Blue is from Detroit and Blind Girls from Australia. hmm Yeah, we got that coming up on May 4th at the Metro Gallery.
0: Yeah, um, Darren from Mast Year was just on the show and also Maya from Heavenly Blue was on the show forever ago. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I know i i should chat with some girls right at some point yeah um but yeah that does sound like an awesome show uh and like fair fair bit of variety and stuff too sounds really
1: cool for sure um, that was um i have the link tree um i had that sent to me last night um i could send that to you but i was i was listening to all the bands from the link tree and i was like wow that's this is, this is really really cool really cool show to be playing is um i don't know if it's going to be our first show definitely trying to play shows before may 4th but um
0: right now it's our first show so that sounds so, yeah. awesome and um yeah and i you know if you don't have uh if you don't have a band lined up to do a split with by uh the time this airs or whatever then i guess you know like somebody uh, out there like you know hit hit their line and uh oh for may, sure you know maybe this would be a way you know for you to get some uh some prospects as far as that goes um, yeah
1: definitely definitely.
0: and that was my conversation with Vinny Angelini thank you so much Vinny for taking the time to chat with me thanks to everyone for listening as well don't forget to stop by patreon.com slash human machine and see what I've been up to until next time take care and do good things